The TSW Roundtable is a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Follow at SW Commonwealth on Twitter and take your first steps into a larger world. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the TSW Roundtable. I am your moderator once again, Robert Cast, and this is a huge one today. We This is our last roundtable pre-Last Jedi. So, last roundtable Jedi slash everything. So, we have, a, we have a really, 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 really big episode, and we have hosts from all around the Commonwealth, and this is a hostful show, I guess you can say. So, I can just... Spin around the round table really quick and get these introductions in here. Uh, I have all the way from Vancouver, BC, from the Generation X-Wing podcast, uh, Rob Ease. You want to say hi to everybody, Rob? Hey, guys. How you doing? Rob. Doctor. So, doctor. Doctor. <laughs> okay. That's, <laughs> the joke that's, makes sense. The joke makes sense in about two minutes. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> and okay. Well, we might as well hop across the pond then. Uh, from, <laughs> from Talk Star Wars proper, Rob Wade. Hello there. Hello. Welcome back to the roundtable, guys. Well, thank you. Thank so you. this is, uh, you can see a trend going. We have uh, Rob's, but we're going to buck that trend right now. I'm going to go all the way south of the border, and uh, we're going to talk to Ben from the Skyhoppers. Ben? How goes it, everyone? Honorary Rob. Honorary Rob. <laughs> oh, ben I love that. Is, or, or, no, no, no. How about Ben Ease? No? No, 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 no. I won't allow that. You want okay, sorry, that that's a, that's some that's an inside joke. If you are a Commonwealth fan, you will find that very, very funny. I'm ben no, you Grimman. won't. You, you... Ben Grandman? Ben no, Grandman. No, this is all I am leaving. Okay. Over. The grandhoppers? No, 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 no. I do not like where this is going at all. Okay, okay. Well we'll hop off that for now. Uh while I'm south of the border in the uh, US of A, we have Commander Cody back. Ready to execute order sixty six. How's it going, guys? Excellent. This is this is awesome. And uh of course I'm gonna hop back up over the border and just across the provincial border from myself, uh my good friend from the Tumbling Saber Saber podcast, Kyle. Zutalo. <laughs> Bonjour, <going> sir. <laughs> Please no swearing on this show, sir. It's <laughs> you know what's funny? They just like the French TV stations here just kind of okayed English swearing on all their networks. Yay. So like the f bomb, it's all good. Because, we just can't. Hey, it's we English. just we just can't put it on a street sign, can we? No, no, no English. <laughs> Sorry. Why would you need to? <laughs> you'd be you'd be shocked and amazed, Rob. <laughs> f and slow down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Well, so it, I, as you can see, we got a really packed show. We got a lot of hosts from all around the Commonwealth and F. Right off the bat, guys, thank you so much for, for doing this. And this is, like I said, this is the, the last show prior to our, our new movie coming out. And, and we're, everybody is super excited. But before we get to our movie stuff, uh, we have a couple topics I just want to cover. This last week, uh, Battlefront 2 was released. And uh, a few of us have had a chance to play it, uh, aside from the beta version that came out a while ago. So uh, I'm going to throw it to Cody first. Uh, Cody... Oh, wait, sorry, I should warn everybody, uh, we might jump into a little cam- campaign discussion, so if there's any spoilers, you might want to move ahead about 15 minutes there if you're worried about spoiling the campaign in Battlefront 2. So, Cody, have you you've uh, dipped into this 
I did. Yeah, quite a bit, unfortunately. I don't know if you want to start with me. I don't want to make this entire pissed episode about Battlefront. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I I did finish the campaign. Um, Man, I don't know. I don't know where to go from that. I don't want to start talking about the campaign. Well, okay. Someone else can do that. We'll pick it up. But I've been having a lot of fun with the Starfighter Assault mode. And anyone that's listened to our show knows we've been complaining about the game kind of since the beta. Okay. uh, Which I don't feel bad for. (laughs) <laughs> you were talking about the spawning, right? Yeah, a lot of things, yeah, a lot of things. And this, this whole Reddit controversy about the microtransactions and the heroes, mm-hmm. I wasn't even really mad about that. I was more concerned with like the mechanics of the game. But last two days, me and Mopar have been playing a lot of Starfighter Assault, and I will say that game mode is perfect. There's nothing I would change. It's fantastic. It's like the best part of the game that I've played so far. Awesome. Yeah, and I, I think, I know I was looking forward to it, I, about the, you know, I just want to fly around. You know, mm-hmm. I, uh, we, we discussed before in another round table where I thought that uh, playing as a, as a Jedi or a force user seemed a little clunky swinging around the, the sabers in the first battlefront or the, the last battlefront that came out. So this, I was just, I was just looking for a little bit of improvement on that when this came out. So, uh, anybody else who else, uh, Rob Wade, have you, uh, dabbled in the battlefront a little bit? I played a little bit, yeah. So I'm on the Xbox One, and on the Xbox One, if you have EA access, you can play for 10 hours. So I was thinking, that's enough time to complete the campaign. Wrong. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> only because, I think it probably could be done, but Twice. they restrict you, yeah, they restrict you <laughs> to um, like the first three missions. So you can do the prologue, and then you can do the first two campaign missions, and then it flashes up a screen that says, that basically, that's your lot until you buy the full game. Which I understand, but obviously is not ideal. But you know, obviously I can understand it from their point of view. If everybody just plays through the trial, finishes the campaign, and like, yeah, I'm done, and never plays the game again, um, right. obviously they lose out. But uh, yeah, it was kind of annoying that I didn't realize that was the case when I started playing. Otherwise, I probably would have waited. Uh, as it is, I mean, what I played, I enjoyed, but um, it hasn't. That combined with being part of the Rogue Squadron's Patreon chat. Has kind of <laughs> has kind of left me thinking. I can wait, and it's fine, and I don't need to buy this like immediately. Plus, I had uh, the story spoiled for me because I'm on Reddit, and that's what happens. <laughs> okay, so uh, you you have the uh, emotionally fourteen. You do your your game cast, right? Yep. So uh, as as a, a game podcaster. Like, how does this, uh, of course, every Star Wars fan is running out to buy this, even if I'm, I'm not a gamer per se, but I have a copy of this game in my house now. But yeah. uh, as someone who podcasts about other games, how does it hold up to what's coming out, like, say, in the last year or so? I mean, it's tricky because if you're purely evaluating it from a campaign, it's, it's nowhere near worth the money, right? Okay. Uh, right. Because it's not, it's not primarily designed for that kind of experience. But, I mean, in terms of pure kind of fun, I did have a ton of fun playing the Starfighter combat during the campaign, and the the, the you know the um the on foot stuff is is still pretty cool. But um, I mean, I've played significantly better games in the last year, but that's not to say that it's by any means bad. Like I say, what I played of it's really fun. It's just I wouldn't go out and drop. I mean, it's sixty dollars in the US. It's about the same in the UK. Yeah, because uh, we historically have always paid more yeah, for well, tech. A lot of people are saying they're going to wait till it's they can get it pre-owned. Yeah, I mean that's one way of doing it. I'm pro- I'd probably just wait until I finish some more games, and then I've got a smaller pile. Because the other problem is I've got about fifteen games on my pile that from various times over the last five years, and uh, 
I'd rather work my way through some of those and then see, you know, at the end of that, do I have, you know, do I have a desire for Star Wars stuff? In which case, I'll pick up the, uh, I'll pick up the um, Battlefront full game. But until then, I'm not in any desperate rush. Okay, and uh, I believe, okay, Ben, did you say you you had a chance to play this game? Yeah, um, I've actually i i got I picked it up uh, Friday, seventeenth launch day. Um, which was just, you know, a couple days ago. Um, and I've already actually completed the campaign. Um, I, I, in, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I definitely think that it ended up being a little predictable. Uh, but that, mm. that doesn't, that didn't bug me too much. Um, I think there's <laughs> outside of the campaign, I guess there, the controversy kind of surrounds the campaign to an extent as well. Um, there is all of that controversy concerning the microtransactions, and uh, I don't want to say it's soured me on the game, uh, because multiplayer, honestly, is not... <laughs> this is, I guess it's a little weird to say, you know, in uh, 2017, playing a game with multiplayer and not focusing on it, but multiplayer has never really been the huge draw for me. Right. Uh, so... I kind of know. There's the- kind of an attraction with playing with uh, 12-year-olds who swear and curse at you or homophobic. <laughs> I, I kind of yeah, like I mean, that. <laughs> Spoken like a true teacher there, Rob. Yeah. Get to relive your middle school <laughs> Sorry days. to my slip show. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you're right. Like, And that's that's part of it. Uh, but not – I mean, you can always you know mute people or whatever um, but or just ignore the, like, the text chat. An interesting it, point on that really quick is I haven't heard anybody on a mic the entire game ever. I don't know if they even included it unless you're in a party with friends that you know. They might not have because, I, I mean, I've only, played, I've only played a couple uh, multiplayer games myself. I've been focusing primarily. I've just been having fun with the single player stuff. Yeah. Um, but the few games I have played it's, that have been, have been blissfully silent. I, mm-hmm. can't hear any, I can't hear anybody else. Um, but I am I am kind of a, a weird I'm in a weird place with the game because I definitely really really hate how Dice and EA are handling this whole debacle with the game's economy, which is honestly just a nightmare. Um, but the gameplay itself is fun, and I really enjoy myself when I'm playing this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the the visuals are great, the sound is great. I mean, much like the first Battlefront, it's. It it feels it feels like Star Wars, which I I think is what they're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just hope. all this <laughs> there's all this peripheral stuff that's just kind of thrown into the mix and is making things a little bit more <laughs> my feelings a little bit more cloudy than they should be. I think. Yeah, I think I don't know. Um, Kyle, you said uh, you haven't you haven't tried the game yet. No, see, I guess this is what makes this this group cool is because I'm I'm going to come at this from a different angle because I haven't really played video games consistently in like the last five years because uh, well, once fatherhood hit, something took a back seat. So there's a warning for those of you who don't have kids yet. Yes. You know, it, <laughs> <laughs> things have a way of taking it. Kids have a way of taking away things that you love. Uh, but so now this, you know, the, this Battlefront 2 is is really uh, going to draw me back in. I, I think it's unavoidable. Uh, you know, two years ago, I was saying the same thing, but Battlefront One just got so curb stomped in in terms of reviews that I said, okay, forget it. I'm going to hold off. Uh, so now it seems inevitable. My my wife and I have have talked about Christmas gifts, and we said, let's just get ourselves a console this year, and that that'll be our gift to each other. You can get Battlefront Two, and she'll get one of her games that she likes, and and that'll be that. Um, so as as long as I come, you know, I'll I'll be coming from PS3 to PS4, 
And I like I have no standards when it comes to video games anymore. So as long as it's like <laughs> an upgrade over the PS3, my mind will be blown. <laughs> and I know I'm pretty convinced from what I've seen and heard that I'm gonna have a great time with the with the campaign. And <laughs> and like Ben, I don't give a rip about multiplayer. Like if if I can <laughs> yeah. sit at home and play multiplayer against the game's AI, good. I'll just I'll mindlessly shoot droids or stormtroopers or rebels all day long. But I I don't care one bit about hopping online so uh yeah i mean i I, again i haven't played it but looking forward to doing it because it it just looks and sounds like it's going to be uh a a neat part of star wars yeah Yeah, i got a couple of things yeah of course rob yeah i was Um, just gonna sorry didn't need to jump in here yeah no no i was just gonna say do you uh do you have one of the uh, the consoles that that, oh god no i can't afford that (laughs) no no no, (laughs) i have a ps3 that's so old that uh, (laughs) i'm just happy playing lego games on it but i know that jamie uh pale rider in our our, uh, podcast he plays battlefront religiously every thursday with his 501st members i mean they even go to the bar to play it there's this bar exp in vancouver that they all go play and and i'm very curious to see what he thinks of battlefront we're actually gonna i'm gonna meet with him next week we're gonna talk about it and uh, i would like to get his input on it but um I know multiplayer for him is a big deal. Just like in the games right now, I think Battle, I think Battlegrounds is the newest one lately, where everybody's doing the uh, the um, it's kind of like this uh, battle royale or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but my question is basically regarding the um, the microtransactions. Now, I I watch a lot of streaming. I know micro what microtransactions are. I mean, I see it everywhere. Even my son's Plants vs Zombies Two has microtransactions where even at the age of six, he wants me to buy the six dollar character that'll help him win, and I won't do it. But my, <laughs> what is the microtransactions? Is just a way of life now. I'm thinking with the video games, but what is so specific about the ones here that's that's bothering a lot of people? Okay, uh, Cody, um, you finished the campaign. Uh, can you shed a little light on this <clears throat> on what's going around this week with this microtransactions? So- yeah, so the first thing that really made me angry about the the game and the upgrade system was how much they promoted the new classes in uh, multiplayer, which they didn't have in the 2015 Battlefront. Mm-hmm. And as a Battlefield fan, I was like, cool, classes, everyone has a different abilities, different guns, stuff like that. But in order to upgrade your classes, you have to unlock things from these loot crates, which you can earn credits in the game and buy them. Or with the microtransactions thing, people can just pay actual money and unlock a, a ton of them at once and just have all the upgrades themselves. So people that you know, put an extra 20 or $40 into the game will be way ahead of everybody that wants to do it like the old fashioned way. Um, and that, so it was, that was it was last year or the last episode or sorry, that was different from the last game. I don't know if there were microtransactions in the last one. I didn't play it that much. I don't think there were. I think the only you could buy like the DLC. Um, right. if, if there were, they were certainly not on the scale that they are here. Yeah, yeah. I think Ben's nailed it. So it, and it, so it was that plus half of the heroes were locked behind a paywall. So like Vader, for example, you had to get, I think, 60,000 credits to unlock him. But by the time you would actually rack up 60,000 credits in gameplay instead of buying them, it was going to take you like 30 hours just to get Darth Vader unlocked while not being able to upgrade any of the rest of your stuff. So that's what really set people over the edge about the, the, the pain stuff with the game. And so, again, is this different from what they did before? Because this doesn't sound like it's all surprising to me. I mean, people can pay ahead. And I, I, I guess I just assume this after what, seeing so many gaming sites and watching streaming and stuff that either work, work towards getting the character you want or a lot of people will shortcut and pay for it. I know yeah. it's, I, I, f- I find the whole thing unfair as it is, but it's just I thought this was kind of expected. And I was a little surprised hearing a lot of people upset about it. 
Well, well and especially with everything that EA's done with their mobile games too. Like it's the same kind of thing. If and I, I haven't played many, but Mopar has, and he's told me about that. It's mm-hmm. the same kind of thing. You can grind for hours, or you can pay an extra twenty, thirty bucks and just get a bunch of stuff unlocked at once. Mm-hmm. The issue I think that I take with this um, is the fact that whenever I download and play Galaxy of Heroes, I can play that game and just you know play it whenever I want. And it's always free. It might take me forever to get a certain thing, but it doesn't really matter because my the only thing I'm investing is time. Mm-hmm. With Battlefront 2, I have put $60 into this game. And already. And in they, microtransactions or just buying no, no, the, no, the no, disc? No, 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 no. No, God, no. <laughs> just buy it. Because you have to buy it up front, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. You That's have a, that, yeah. yeah, you have that first upfront purchase. And basically, uh, a common criticism that I'm seeing and have now like subscribed to is that you've got what is uh what's called uh free it's called freemium games mm-hmm. like galaxy of heroes <laughs> i guess falls yeah. falls under that category uh that kind of that have that kind of like almost pay to win economy yeah um the only and that's fine in those you know free mobile games or whatever but the fact is that this is a 60 dollar game with a freemium pay to win economy which is just uh, absurd to me, I don't I don't understand how they ever thought they could get away with this, not to mention the fact <laughs> that a lot of the other stuff, uh, it's <laughs> EA and the way they've handled this is infuriating. Um, just the fact that they touted the game back in August, I think, because whenever they were starting to release a lot of information about it, they're like, look, all this DLC, it's going to be free. You're going to get all this free content, and there's going to be a lot more content, um, and it's going to be great. And everyone's like, okay. It seems like they've really... They've really cleaned up their act from the first one. This is gonna this <laughs> this is gonna be really great. And then the beta comes out, and it's just like, okay, yeah, all this stuff's gonna be free, but most of the base game is not. <laughs> so, but is I'm I'm still at the point where it's like this has been going on for years now. I mean, even Lego. I'm playing Lego Star Wars with my kid, and hey, you want these other characters, and they are specifically better than the other characters. You can pay for it. And or you can buy the the gold edition, whatever it is, the subscription or something like that, and right. they'll come to you free eventually. You're eventually paying for it because this is what kids do. They're impatient. They don't want to play. They don't want to grind. They want they want to play as a character and then just get over it in about two days and then move on to something else. This is, doesn't sound like it's new. I, I hate it. I absolutely hate the idea of paying for winning, paying for a character. It's, it should be part of the game. Like maybe it's because I'm an old codger and this is what we did when we were kids. Yeah. But it's just, um, it, I'm not surprised, but I, I, I'm pissed off at the same time about it. Sorry. And uh, it's just why I don't get involved a lot with look. The video games lately. It's just, I just give me a good story and I'll be happy with that. And I shouldn't have to pay anything to advance. Yeah. I, then again, this guy came, comes from ignorance. Mm-hmm. Um, is this, is this a controversy controversy, excuse me, it, solely because it's finally caught up with star Wars fandom? Like, have we all been blissfully unaware of this stuff? And then suddenly it's hit us and we go, how could you do this to us? Yeah. We're, this is star Wars. What are you doing? I think a lot of it is the fact that you, uh, if you look at the way, not to mention the fact that this is, I think, a form of gambling and the people that are susceptible, like the loot crate system. Respectfully disagree. Do you? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I have some experience in development of this stuff, so I do. I'm very kind of up on what the definition of gambling is. Um, It's it's kind of not considered gambling because you will always get something for your for your money, whereas with gambling, you don't. 
Um, I mean, as a general okay. rule, the gambling return is a certain percentage of every amount that's kind of input. So I don't know. For example, it might be uh, one of those kind of one-armed bandits in a in a. Well, I mean, in in the UK, it's kind of just in a pub or something. It's seventy yeah. percent return to player. So it's like for every pound you spend, seventy p will go back to a player somewhere in the in the game cycle, and that's kind of and there's very strict kind of regulations on what that is. The the nebulous kind of the difficult question comes in the sense of because they're not f- physical tangible items, then people understandably think, oh, you know, well, I'm not getting anything from my money, but actually, you're you're getting more than, you know, you're you're getting more something more than nothing, which gambling doesn't guarantee you. Um, okay. So that's where it kind of where the distinction lies. Now there is a push to kind of reclassify that stuff. What you'll end up with is the same model, but they'll have to send off some piece of their software code to a commission that will say yeah there's a you know there's a 70 percent chance of getting this cool thing that's fine and nothing will change yeah i i think okay. i think what's happening though with especially with star wars you're getting people that are like uh, my age um uh, robbie's and, and 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 kyle like you were thinking about like you have people in our age group that are going okay i can actually go out and buy a console because of this star wars game the last video game I've I bought for myself was probably Battlefront the last one. So we're, we're I'm so disconnected from from the video game world. So when we plug in this game, it's like, oh I bought this I bought this cartridge, not cartridge, but a disc, excuse me. <laughs> and I, I slap Whoa. it in I slap it into this newfangled console I have and and then I'm like, wait, I gotta pay more? Like this it's it's lost on us. Because we haven't mm-hmm. we haven't been participating in this in the, this kind of gaming in the last ten years, 10, 20 years. Well, I mean, I've seen it. I'm I guess I'm the youngest person on the show right now. I would assume. Uh, yes, <laughs> and, and uh, I've you know I've grown up with video games my entire life. I've seen this this method of uh, or this this model like develop around me, and as someone who mm-hmm. grew up with it and like saw it come to, you know come and do its own, I hate it too. It just I. Um, Rob earlier was talking about Rob Yee's earlier was talking about uh, just getting a good story and just a fun, you know, like not all not not every game has to be multiplayer, you know. Um, and there are a lot of really good single player games that are coming out right now, but um, a lot of these larger companies um, with EA kind of at the front are kind of uh, I don't know. It's just what it comes down to. I think for them is that you know a sixty dollar game isn't. Well, what they say is that a $60 game uh, selling millions of copies is somehow not covering their costs of developing that game. And to, then, that, to that point kind of makes sense. That, well, with, it, that combined with marketing and development costs and server costs, um, I can believe it. Yeah. Games, games have been 50 or 60 bucks since like Xbox and GameCube came out. So that's yeah, been a while. Before, they haven't if, increased. If anything, but, they've come down, if anything. Because, I mean, right. Super Nintendo, I was paying 60 pounds then. And right. that was, you know... What twenty years ago plus? Yeah, and these games are getting so, yeah. way more extravagant. So I can understand yeah. that at least. No, and it's like that does that is a reasonable, that's a reasonable way of looking at it. Um, but I just, you know, it just it just doesn't sit right with me. The fact that you know it's like I, you buy this game expecting to play, be able to play, even if you have to be, have some level of skill at the game to work up enough battle points in a one match to play as Luke Skywalker. I expect to be able to play as Luke Skywalker off the bat i think part yeah. of the reason about the the credits and the earning things is that a lot of the credits that you get from gameplay is based on time not on skill 
Yeah. So if I if if I get ten thousand points in a match and you get a thousand, but we both played for ten minutes, so we get the same exact amount of credits. That's not fair. Yeah. And then it's, it's it's generally a paltry sum of credits compared to what you need to uh, yeah unlock some of these characters. And yeah, that's, that sucks. And it's just is there a Reese character? No, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm not My, all the free DLC. If it's DLC, it'll yeah. be free, yeah. <laughs> and no one will play him because he sucks. Uh, <laughs> he basically will just like drunkenly stumble around the map uh, and act as like a like a decoy. Maybe oh, finally, a, a character yeah. that plays to my playstyle. <laughs> yeah. But, but can you imagine, can you imagine his PVR with three eyes? Like... <laughs> all right okay so now we're okay we have uh we have robbie's and we have kyle they do not have consoles and we're trying to convince them to purchase a console so we can all have a uh, trench run online oh man that's a terrible job (laughs) no okay okay now i'm just gonna go around real quick i'm gonna tap each uh the rest of the guys and i'm gonna start with uh cody uh should uh should these guys invest in a new console for this game it's a big oh, purchase, a or, or do you think there's enough? Out- <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's enough out there that yeah, okay, it's it's worth upgrading, especially with having young families in the house, like they can all appreciate what's coming after. I would say if you want the game for the story and you're not big on multiplayer, to not get it. Okay, uh, Ben, I I think I agree with that as much as it pains me to say it. Okay, Rob, it's not. There's not for me. There's not enough there to justify upgrading the whole console just to play that game. I would say, as I mean, there's a whole discussion around should you get the console generally, and I'd be happy to go for hours on that. But um, <laughs> if it, if, you know, purely on the basis of should I get it for this game? No. Okay. Uh, well, I'm maybe back to the drawing board. Yes. Well. Well. Maybe uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Rob Rob Wade. Maybe you can cover something about consoles on your next episode of uh, the Emotion Fourteen Game Gamecast. Yeah. yeah happy, there you go. Happily. Thank you. So I guess I'm stuck with my Candy Crush then, eh? (laughs) (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Awesome. And I, uh, I just got the the game yesterday, and I've I've took me forever to load it on my Xbox One, and I I've tried. I'm still on that first Droid thing in the campaign. I literally paid. I played like ten minutes, maybe, and I, I tried to find the to get into the Starfighter mode, but I haven't been able to get there yet either. So. So wait, here's one last question. I'm being very selfish, but no can problem. I play like quote unquote multiplayer or battle mode or whatever it's called, but against the computer's AI? Can I just mindlessly for three hours shoot battle droids to my yes. heart's content? Yeah. Yes. yes. They did it's put arcade mode back Hot in. damn, I'm back in. Okay. But I ever see that not... World of Warcraft episode with South Park? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Killing that's all I needed to hear. That's you. I just want to shoot things. Un- unfortunately, I don't think that they included the Starfighter mode in the arcade, though. No, I think you're right. That's not as of right now. Checked. It's it's not there. Um, but I have to imagine that if they follow the model that the first game did, uh, DLC will uh, bring along with it additional game modes. For yeah. I'm assuming they would stretch to arcade as well. And if EA is not lying to us, <laughs> the DLC <laughs> will be free. So. One of the reasons I got a PS3 was because of not just the game, but what it provided for me. Like it provided Netflix, YouTube, um, mm-hmm. and back, and it allowed. I think it allowed me to play PS2 games as well. Does a PS4 do that? Nope. So it does no. the. I'm yeah, so it, does, it, it does the apps um, like YouTube and Netflix and all that stuff. But in order to play PS3, you have to subscribe to PlayStation Now, which is a stupidly expensive service and nowhere near as good as xbox 
in that respect. So this is the problem I have. I mean, I'm not, I can't drop six, uh, $600 Canadian on a yeah. system. Plus I need a second controller. Plus I need a game. Plus I need a cord. Plus I need this. Plus mm-hmm. I need, it's just, it's, it's, I could no, take that $800 and put it towards like my kid's birthday party. I can say put towards yeah. rent in, and as much as I like that, I, I really want to uh, the system. It'd be lovely. I'd like to get a Nintendo Switch. I'd love to play Mar- Mario Kart. All that sort oh, of dude, stuff. Get one of those for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, and I could, I could evangelize about that for even more hours. It seems like a lot of fun, and it's just yeah. it's a it's a commitment. I've never seen such a commitment in video games before uh, because it, it offers more than just games now. And uh, as much as I admire it, I wish I had the money to spend it. So, mm. well, there we go. Okay, so uh, what I'm going to do right now before we hop on to the next. That topic. I'm going to take a quick pause for a promo, and when we're back, uh, we'll have more of the TSW Roundtable. If you'd like to support what we do here at Talk Star Wars, then head to patreon.com forward slash Talk Star Wars and become a patron. Your support will help us as we expand our programming to include further shows, and in return, you'll get access to an exclusive VIP Facebook group, a monthly prize draw, weekly Facebook Live sessions, priority release podcasts, an exclusive daily podcast, and a whole lot more. Head to patreon.com forward slash TalkStarWars today and become a TSW patron. And we're back. Okay, so here we are. We are literally less than a month, so we're weeks away from the last Jedi, and by the time this goes out, we should be a week or days away from the last Jedi. So, I'm going to go around the round table, just just around the horn, real quick. Uh, and you can, you guys can let us know uh, what you're planning for the last Jedi, and also, uh, are you staying away from from all the new trailers and all the new TV spots? Are you going on social media shutdown? So, uh, Ben, we'll start with you. What are you uh, What are you doing for the last Jedi? Um, I was actually concerned that I was going to be getting out of class 20 minutes before the showing starts, but thankfully that is the last, that's like finals week and I don't have anything going on. So I'll be able to, I'll be able to get out there. Um, it'll be very cathartic because I will have, I've got a bunch of papers and stuff due leading up to it. Um, but I am in a, you know, Bloomington, Indiana is not exactly a, uh, a hub of, you know, it's a population um, so I don't have to scum and villainy. Oh, uh, that's debatable. Um, we, we've got a fair, we've got our fair share of that. But it's uh, I don't have to worry about getting in line super early. Uh, tickets for like the preview showings on Thursdays don't usually sell out, actually, um, or at least uh, all of them don't. But I'm going to be pretty pretty relaxed about it. I think I'm going to try to roll up to the theater around five thirty. Um, I, cause I still want to make sure I get a good seat and whatnot, but, uh, I, I'm going to try to not make too big of a deal out of it because I don't, I don't have to. And, uh, that's never really been my thing. Like for the force awakens, I'm kind of just there to take it all in. I know a lot of people are there. It's like, for a lot of people, it's part, it's the experience, you know, of like being at the theater for the movie with all the other people. But Star Wars has always been a very personal thing for me. So in a lot of ways, the other people just might not even be there or might as well not even be there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But as far as uh, social media is concerned, I am dead. I, I don't know. I hesitate to call myself a spoiler phobe, like one of those people who's yelling on Twitter all the time about spoilers, because I'm definitely not that. 
Um, but I am trying to steer clear of, I'd say, like, about half the stuff that comes out. Um, like, if a new TV spot comes onto my Twitter timeline, I'll probably watch it. But I'm not, like, seeking them out. Right. You know, and I definitely don't watch them more than a few times. I've probably only seen, like, the last Jedi trailer that came out last month two or three times at this point. Um, because it's just, uh, that's just not, that's not how I get excited, you know? Um, and it's just, that's, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. raising, here we go. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, this is a, this is a, fa- uh, this is a family show. Everybody yes. leave that one on the ground guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't pick it up. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm just, I'm kind of like very quietly excited. Yeah, if that makes sense, I think is a good way to describe it. I think I think I know what you mean. I think I'm I'm also at the spot now where I've seen as many trailers as I want to see. I know as much as I want to know about the the, the movie exactly. that I want to know about, and now I'm just I'm just ready. I'm glad I got a first showing in my town, so I can't be spoiled. If as long as I stay off social media between you know like the you know from the UK or when you guys are watching it across the pond, I'll be good. Yes, <laughs> but uh, but also too. I also wanted to say to everybody listening, especially in the UK, I don't, I, and other podcasters. I don't want anybody to jump on. Oh, let's say their daily show and say, "Oh, I was wrong," because then I'll that that'll give a huge part of the movie away. Or I don't want anybody to say I was right because that will also give a give away the huge part of the movie. So, so Mark from yeah. Talk Star Wars, yeah. if you're listening, <laughs> give the dailies a, week, a rest for a few days. Oh no, no, we can have the dailies, but I just I don't. Oh, I, I just don't want. No, to... I just think he needs a day off. That man is yeah. a machine. <laughs> this is just a good excuse. Yeah. So you're, but, you're saying when I find out that it's Ray Skywalker, I shouldn't say anything about it. That's right. <laughs> that's right. When when it's confirmed. So, um, okay, well, okay, Cody, well, you mentioned this on the line, you were on the last round table with me, so you already mentioned, but you have a pretty big event going on for The Last Jedi. Yes, we're super excited. So, and we did this last year for Rogue One as well. So we're just having a party. It's right across the street from where our local theater is at World of Beer. Um, going to have the 501st <laughs> is going to be there in costume. Obviously, we're going to have beer. That's a cornerstone of our, of our show. We're brewing one with the a local brewery, which I'm doing tomorrow, actually, which will be a lot of fun. Um, prizes, giveaways, Battlefront 2 on the TVs, X-Wing miniatures on the on the tabletops. Uh, it's going to be fun all around. And we just got a fan poster made from some of our favorite local artists here, yes. which yeah. sweet looking. sent so to everybody. Cool. Very yeah, excited really for how that turned out. It's got the old school feel from like the Empire Strikes Back text and everything. So everyone that's coming is getting one of those. And... Everyone in the Commonwealth, obviously, is getting one, too. So we're geeked. We're geeked for that. We're, we're all going to go out. Yeah, thanks. We're all going to go out and see it uh, Thursday night right at 7 um, as a group, uh, me and Mopar and some of our friends. And then the party is on Friday. We're going to see it again Friday early in the morning. And then we'll be at the party, you know, like 3 or 4 p.m. until people go away. So You guys do it right. Yeah. Last year, when I listened to it, it was it sounded like a lot of fun. And uh, man, I wish I was I was out there because that's yeah, just it's, it's it's a party, like you said. It is. Yeah. I mean, and I'm like, I'm honestly surprised that we're going to be able to do this every year. It's it's going to be a blast every time and it's just going to get bigger and better every time. So if anyone wants to make a trip out to Ohio, we'd love to invite you to the party and, and help host. Um, as far as spoilers and things go, I watched the first trailer probably like 150 times. Not going to lie about it. <laughs> the night the night it came out, I had it on loop and I was pulling like GIFs and screenshots out of it. So I, I watched it a lot. Um, 
after that, I'm not like going and hunting for them. But between our Patreon group chat and Twitter, I usually see the stuff anyways, and I'm mm. I'm not gonna shy away from watching it. No way. I don't think it's gonna ruin anything for me. Awesome. Okay, so uh, what's the name I, of your beer, by the way? Yeah. Cody? Uh, it's gonna be called the Last Red Eye. It's a ah, porter. Love it. <laughs> it's a coffee porter. We're doing it with Langram Brewing here in Columbus. Outstanding. Okay, so I'm um, uh, Rob Ease, all the way out in uh, in in BC. <laughs> Are you doing anything with uh, your? You're doing a lot of stuff with your uh, outer room rookie. Your five hundred first. Um, it's we. Uh, so this year, um, Jamie, uh, one of my co-hosts, uh, Pale Rider. He's well. He's part of the five hundred first. Like we have a whole bunch of members of five hundred first. I've just become one an honorary member at the moment until I get my costume and gear, and. Um, he got me tickets uh, with the help of uh, Toy Traders. Uh, if you don't know who Toy Traders are, it's a massive, one of the largest toy st- independent toy stores in Canada. And uh, I know that Steel Saunders was going to pay a visit here. And I know that uh, Smith uh, from uh, Mall Rats and those guys came here. And it's a massive toy store. And so every year they actually uh, reserve a theater uh, just for their, their group and the 501st. And, um, so I'm, he got me tickets and I'm going and I'm going to be with the 501st helping out as best I can. I don't know if I'm going to be filming anything because I just, you, you guys know when you're filming things, you're working and I just want to kind of enjoy it mm-hmm. and, uh, just kind of absorb the moment. So I think that's what I'll be doing. I'll just be hanging around with Jamie Anil's got, got tickets with his family, so he won't be with us for the first time in a while, but, uh, Jamie will be together and, uh, bunch of other people you probably heard in the show in the past anyways so that's pretty much it we're going to be hanging around the 501st who better to hang around with so it's it's a lot of fun and um as for spoilers i think um i think rob uh wade uh, said it best in one of his shows basically once he became a podcaster you're gonna have to drop the idea that you're gonna hear spoilers whether you like it or not it's it's in our it's in our podcasting nature so i've I'm going in clean. I'm not looking out for it, just like Cody. But at the same time, I'm just enjoying the commercials. And I just saw the recent one. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. And it's it's fun to watch. And I'm really excited about this. Just I just want to enjoy a movie now. And it's it's we're taking it back to Empire Strikes Back, where we don't know what's going to happen now. Episode 1, 2, and 3, we knew what the final outcome. But here, it's a brand new world. We don't know what's going on with Rey, Snow. Poe, BB-8, BB-8, whatever you want to call them. And it's <laughs> it's just going to be a lot of fun. And I just want to enjoy this one because I, I didn't enjoy Rogue One. And a lot of it had to do with investigating spoilers and half the – or investigating spoilers, invest, reading into the the, uh, the trailers. And who would have known that 90% of the trailers weren't even there? <laughs> yeah. And I think that kind of ruined it for me. And Jamie is my is – my, balancing act he he keeps me grounded and he he's he politely reminds me that just enjoy it for what it is because jamie's got the best positive attitude i've ever met in a, in a, in a human being and uh it's it's nice to have him ground me and just say just enjoy it it's a it's a movie it's star wars you'll 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 be fun so and that's pretty much it fantastic yeah and i think uh, you're absolutely right with it with your with your point rob with the uh this is we don't know what's going to happen because even when we're watching rebels clone wars the prequels anything we've had in the last you know 30 years now we've we've known it eventually has to end up at a certain point you know it all has to land at even watching rogue one we know i mean it's got to end at the beginning of or somewhere around the beginning of new hope you know, me same thing with the the Clone Wars or or watching the prequels. We know Anakin was going to turn 
into Darth Vader eventually. We just got the filler story. So that, with you saying that this is all going to be brand new, we literally, we have no point where we're going to go, oh, yeah, this is, I was expecting it to go here because we have no idea. And yep. that makes it, I, I just I just love the fact that, okay, we're getting Star Wars and we, we don't know the ending. This is great. Yeah. Uh, can I jump in? Yeah, of course. Uh, no. Elaborate on <laughs> elaborate on one of Rob's points. Uh, this movie, I feel like a lot of the marketing so far has been very. There are a lot of people that want this movie to be, you know, dark and gritty, and like, I, I that that's that ain't me. I ain't here for that. Um, but like having a darker tone, I think is okay. But I don't know if Star Wars should be gritty, you know. Um, but. That's that's kind of what the the marketing has been pushing towards. I think there hasn't been that feeling of like this is Star Wars. It's almost felt like to me personally, I have a lot of anxiety surrounding this movie that I won't go into right now. Um, but it's it's almost felt kind of like a weight a little bit. Uh, and then a couple weeks ago, one of the one of the TV spots came out. Actually, it might have just been earlier this week. It was a uh, the one that was. It started out with Finn saying, "May the Force be with you." And it was playing like the Star Wars, just the main theme underneath it throughout the whole time. And I that's what finally clicked with me. It's like, wait a second. Why am I getting so worked up about this? This is a Star Wars movie. Just enjoy it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's still going to be fun. It's still going to be Star Wars, even if it is a little bit more serious at certain points. And it's like, that's that's OK. That's fine. And uh, I'm really glad that I'm gr- That's one TV spot I'm very glad to have seen. <laughs> Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Excellent. Um, okay, well, I'm going to uh, shoot over to Quebec here. Kyle, uh, does your daughter have a uh, Christmas concert the night of The Last Jedi again this year? Or She does. <laughs> <laughs> and she, you know, the squeeze was put on me last year, and she was only in kindergarten. Uh, so, you know, I had to shoot over there quick and right. then shove a bunch of food in my face. And now she's in grade one, so my window gets, like, crunched even a little bit more. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's what we tend to do. And I guess, I don't know, maybe ages mellowed me a bit. Because going back to 97 and then into the prequels, I was going to be at the first showing no matter what time it was at. But now that that's not as big a deal to me anymore. So what we like, but what we have been doing, uh, so that's that's my brother and James and Carlos um, and a couple other pals. Like we've gotten together at a at a nice restaurant. We we try to like kick back and just relax for an hour or two, and then just go to the second showing. It's no it, like what. Now we figure what's the big deal. 20 years ago, I, you know, I would have thought you were nuts. If you're a fan, go to the first showing, stupid. But <laughs> no, we're, we're, just, we're just a bit more laid back now. And um, yeah, as, in terms of, of spoilers, all that stuff, like, well, and again, like Rob said, if you're going to podcast about this stuff, you better get used to the idea of being somewhat spoiled. So I have no blackouts. I don't go seeking out the spoiler reports. But I also, you know, if they cross my timeline... I may or may not click on it, depending on which way the wind is blowing that day. Uh, but, you know, TV spots, trailers, I'll watch those. I'll break those down for for uh, the podcast. No problem with that. Um, and then, again, in terms of the movie itself, uh, I've been calling this movie in particular sort of the fork in the road for Star Wars. Uh, it, it's going to divert from – it's, it's going to finish the Skywalker story, of course. But I think it's going to break away from, you know, the, our, our comfy – like bubble and it's going to lay down a lot of stuff that we may be sort of uncomfortable with now, but will serve the future of star Wars very, very well. So I, I think that whatever Ryan Johnson's new trilogy is, will play off of what we're about to see 
you know, in just a few weeks time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I want this movie to kind of challenge us as viewers and not just, uh, you know, tickle that nostalgia bone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, well, that's what, like, Force Awakens, they had to appeal to both. Now we can start leaning, now we, instead of making it appealing to the OT and bringing in the new viewers, now we can start making, like, a 70-30 split towards having the new content. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's we can diverge a little bit further from that. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, and, you know, specifically with this this new trilogy set in a new corner of the universe, unexplored, new characters, yada, yada, yada. I, I think they're dying to just tell us new Star Wars stories that aren't um, you know, shackled to any Star Wars themes or tropes or you know poetry, rhyming, all this stuff. They don't want to do that. And I think right now with this current set of nine movies, they kind of have to a little bit just to honor Lucas's work. And that's also what we kind of, as you know, lifelong Star Wars fans, that's kind of what we want. But I think we're going to press the reset button starting with The Last Jedi and these new movies that we'll get whenever we get around to that will be something totally different yeah because this is this is a this is about these stories are placed in a galaxy far far away not a neighborhood far far away where mm-hmm. everybody's going to know each other and every like there's lots of room out there to make all these brand new stories so um okay great so i'm going to jump across the pond now rob wade uh what oh, are your what are your huge plans <laughs> for seeing the last jedi and and all the other good stuff so my plans aren't that huge. I mean, they're significant in the sense that I'm one of those stupids who's going to the first showing, uh, which in the UK hits at midnight. So I have the rest of the week booked off because it's Wednesday night into Thursday morning. So I'm booking off Thursday and Friday and uh, taking the rest of the week off. Um, in terms of spoilers, it's probably a good thing that I've mellowed on them because Rob managed to spoil my answer. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I like how everybody's crediting me for your answer. I know, right? Yeah, awesome. it's 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 not something I'm not used to. It's fine. Uh, so, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yeah. So I've um, over time, I have kind of mellowed to the idea of spoilers, mainly because, as Rob alluded to, I've mentioned before. I'm sorry. Um, that's fine. It's okay. <laughs> um, if you're on a podcast, especially one that sort of goes as deep as some of the Commonwealth ones, oh my! Uh, you will inevitably. <laughs> He said it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody drink. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, inevitably, you will come across, at the very least, you'll come across speculation that may end up being true. So you do have to kind of draw a line in the sand. Say, okay, uh, at this point, I'm just going to have to accept that I may see something that will be in the final movie, and I can't let that ruin my fun too much. Um, but I don't necessarily go out of my way to go looking for spoilers uh, they tend to just find me. Yeah, I think also, too, being a Star Wars podcaster, I'm sure all of you can agree, whenever somebody who doesn't even know anything about Star Wars sees anything about Star Wars, they always get forwarded into your mailbox or onto your Facebook or oh, Twitter dear feed. Oh, God. Is it, yeah. Does that, that, that sound familiar, Ben? Yeah, yeah. it does. <laughs> <laughs> They'll ask to turn off her phone. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ash is usually the one getting spoiled. Yeah, so I'm saying yeah. tell Ash to turn off her phone after the oh, movie or yes. before the movie starts. So. That's her. Pl- that I mean, that's her plan. Like she's just going to be completely incognito. I think for like that whole week. Wow. Yeah. yeah for those well, who don't know, Ash was spoiled the movie before she went in by a friend of hers who just happened to text her on Rogue One and say, "Hey, just shame everybody died," and that's oh, kind of a big man. deal. Yeah. It was one yeah. of those. It was one of those nerds oh. in the UK. 
Rob, keep him under, keep him under control. Will you? Yeah, no like, kidding. I'm not like the the absolute wrangler of every single nerd in the UK. Are you not? No, I'm not even the wrangler of the ones I know. Oh crap! I'm, I'm sorry. I've been completely misled. No, yeah, no, it's it's okay. I get this a lot, but uh, no, the the people. I don't even get the the kind of respect from the people I know personally, let alone, you know, let alone strangers. Oh well, I thought you had more power, so I guess that's talk. Uh, mark up one more person that you lost the respect of. Oh, oh. well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, it's okay, Ben. I'll live. It's well, right. <laughs> on that on that topic of of spoilers, that's why I'm going to see the first showing here, and I know yeah. it's not going to be the first one on the planet, but it's mm-hmm. the first one I can get to, just because I don't want that. Han dies, or everybody dies, or I'm I'm your father that moment. Simpson moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. So, and that being said, like I was I was raised in the frozen tundra of northern Ontario, and it was it was a cold and harsh wasteland to be raised in. And I have a very particular set of yeah, I have a very particular set of skills. So if you spoil this movie for me, I will look for you. I will. Look for I you. will find you. And I will kill you. <laughs> I might beat With that kindness. last part out and just... <laughs> and apologize after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, sorry, but it, but it was necessary. Oh, okay. the consequences. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I warned you. Okay, so uh, in uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up, but uh, before we do that, I'm just gonna go around the table one more time, and everybody can tell us about uh, what show they're on and uh, what went day of the week they can catch you at, and where to find all your good stuff and all your extra stuff too, and uh, Star Wars or otherwise. So, uh, Cody, want to tell everybody about your show and when they can find it, and all oh, and also too all the, your your podcast services you're offering. I feel honored that you always keep calling me on me first. I feel like I'm back in school. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Commander Cody here, host of co-host, I should say, of Rogue Squadron podcast. Uh, we'll be going live later this evening. I know you'll be hearing this after the fact, but we stream Sunday nights at eight every week, and the episodes are obviously available on iTunes, or on YouTube, Stitcher, Twitch, all the all the standard places, and RogueSquadronPodcast.com. Excellent. Uh, Rob Wade. Uh, so you can find me on Talk Star Wars from the Commonwealth's point of view. Uh, I do tend to do run-ins on most places, so I've, I'm trying to become the podcast invader and just turn up as many shows as I can. <laughs> uh, time zones make that trickier than I'd like, but uh, I'm still working on, you know, I've made some good progress, so I'm optimistic. Uh, but other than Talk Star Wars, you can find me on Emotionally14.com, where I'm the host of the uh, Crazy Train podcast as well as the E14 Gamecast, the E14 Toy Box on YouTube, and basically so much stuff. It's just like unreal. Excellent. You can have a big deal. Yeah. I See? wish. And and now apparently Nerd Wrangler for the yes. UK. Ner- yeah. yeah, apparently. <laughs> British Nerd Wrangler. British Nerd Wrangler. And while well, you're, you're also the UK correspondent on another podcast, I know. This so. is true, yes. yes. So I'm, well, I'm, I don't want to take your thunder, so I'll wait for that. Okay, I'll, I'll hold my thunder to the end. <laughs> he said it again. <laughs> I, well, I should I should say right now I I gotta apologize if if anybody if 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 you're not a fan of the Star Wars Commonwealth and all the shows please please give them all a all, all a try and give them all a listen and this 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 episode will be a lot more funny if you. <laughs> <laughs> if you know all the inside jokes. Context is everything. That's right. Okay. A lot so, of these jokes are low-hanging fruit for everybody here. So, Boy, howdy. <laughs> Doesn't stop me going for it. 
<laughs> okay, uh, Kyle, <laughs> uh, you want to give everybody all your Speaking good info? Speaking hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's Corey's Ouch. thing, man. <laughs> I'm starting to put quotas on him for certain certain words. Mysticism, low-hanging yep. fruit. He gets like two a show now. In regards. It's iconic, I tell you. <laughs> after, after that, I start using the, uh, I, I put the fining system back in. Yeah, have looks good. So, Kyle, uh, you want to tell everybody about y'all your your goings on in the Commonwealth and otherwise? Yeah, you can find me at uh, tumblingsaber.com and also on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, our episodes drop on Tuesdays every week, and until uh, well, we had Bridger transmissions going until just this last week when uh, Rebels went into its winter hibernation, but that will be back. Um, for now, it's it's going to be hit and miss until Rebels is back full time, but that will also drop Wednesdays when it does. And then on, on Fridays, we have Powerful Friend Fridays for our Patreon supporters, and that is just a smorgasbord of whatever comes out of our brains. So we have our Sith Disturbers podcast there, and uh, Worthy of Recognition, and geez, Journals of the Willing. We've got, we got a lot of stuff cooking over there, but uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Excellent. Okay, so now uh, Ben and Rob E's. Uh, I know one of you, whoever goes last, is going to throw the other under the bus. So, uh, who wants? Who wants to go next? Ben, you want to? <laughs> sure, I'll step up. I'll step okay. up. Okay. Uh, Be the yeah, bigger man. I'm, yes. Which is funny because I'm like what five eight, I think. So I'm not usually the bigger Aww. man. Oh, I'm thirteen years old. <laughs> I'm the thirteen year old. Yeah, I'm like five eight. Have you seen uh, his bed sheets, folks? Dude, come on. Wait, if he's yeah, thirteen, I hope not. Leave that on the leave that on the ground, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, uh, oh, Rob. God. Actually, a lot of the stuff you uh, said at celebration qualifies. Is, you're in you're in some trouble. Actually, I was thirteen when you oh, said some of those oh, things. Oh wow. To me. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Is there is there is there a statute of limitations? Or actually, no. I'm I'm okay. up I'm up here in Canada, so I'm okay. Oh, we'll get you. As a teacher, we're, we're going to add, we're gonna add Rob. <laughs> Rob's face now joins those of Louis C.K. And oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Me 2-1-B. <laughs> hey, what happens at Celebration stays at Celebration. This is I true. I believe it. Um, any, anyway, reeling things back in. Uh, yeah, you can find me on the Skyhoppers podcast. We launch every Friday at 8 a.m., barring any unfortunate mishaps. On my end, uh, it's been a while, so it's we've been pretty regular. Uh, my friend Ash and I pretty much talk about anything and everything. You know, we're just kind of all over the place. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so uh, okay, Robbie's, you uh, where we can you uh, tell you'll find me in front of the school or regulation branch in about a week. <laughs> um, <laughs> also on my podcast, uh, Generation X Wing, where um, we're on Facebook, Twitter. Patreon. We have a new, a couple new episodes coming out. Uh, we record two weeks in advance. We have a guy called Dale Williams coming out. He's a uh, prop master and uh, designer for lo- some of the local TV and movies. And if you don't know where we're from, from Vancouver, there's a, we're like Hollywood North here. So there's a lot of stuff you've probably seen his work on, not realized it. But uh, he's coming on our show right now. And uh, we're going to talk about Star Wars and such. He is a five first member as well. He's got this awesome uh, Commander Cody costume, I believe it is. I think it's oh, Commander man. Cody. But um and uh, he's also uh, going to come talk to us about the top five movie weapons in uh, TV and movie weapons. So we're going to have a lot of fun with this. Oh, that sounds cool. And uh, so that's going to be coming out. I don't know when the show's coming out, but uh, within the next week, uh, start, so at the end of November or so. Uh, and, yeah, end of November. 
And uh, also my show, The Outer Rim Rookie, which is a YouTube video I do with another um, prop master, uh, Terry Chu, who's on Panda Props. He's an amazing, amazing artist. He just recently, if you haven't seen it yet, check out his um, Chariot Mway's uh, costume he did for uh, the Battlefront uh, release. Um, it was out here in Vancouver. There's an EA studio out here in Vancouver. And so he was there with the rest of the 501st, and he, he did a costume as Chariot Mway. And it's amazing work and so he's one of my assistants he's one assistant sorry he's one of the guys who helped assist me <laughs> on building my armor and uh which has kind of been lacking lately but we've been putting out youtube videos uh, on the, the process and basically if i can do it anybody can do it so and that's on uh that's on our uh facebook site so outer rim rookie uh other than that yeah and um i, I that's it i guess pretty much Okay, excellent. Okay, well, uh, before I mention my spiel, I should say that Ben, he is at, is of consenting age in all of North America. So whatever happened at Celebration, I'm... Was I, entirely legal. Yeah, it was entirely legal. So you'll have to, I, I don't know, maybe we'll put out an After Dark side and explain all that stuff later. As a um, teacher, as a te- I gotta tell you, just real quick, sorry, Rob, as a yep. teacher, you are, like, in our, in our area, we are under a lot of uh, investigations, uh, not investigations, sorry, so before you say <laughs> <laughs> go on we are under a lot of scrutiny uh and what we do in public so it is kind of like ben is like 45 year old man you need yes. to understand oh yeah no wait this is all joking aside believe me i'm the one being accused <laughs> <laughs> i did not actually mean to accuse you of anything no it was completely okay. it was all mutual okay. and now go to work on monday thank you <laughs> okay, awesome. So on that note, you can catch my weekly show, The Roman Podcast. That has nothing to do with any of this stuff. Great segue, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of weird humor and after darkness, um, that is non-Star Wars, but if you're so inclined, check that out. And also, you can catch me on the uh, TSW Comics. Have you guys heard of this one yet? A little yeah, show I do with Tim from the Nerd Room and Mark from TSW. Uh, yeah, Tim's so- good. Yes, and uh, and that's a, that's a good time. And of course, you can find me uh, for all the other good stuff, uh, Robert MM Cast on Twitter. And I'm also I'm also in the Astromech Build Club, and I do have put out a few videos about my Astromech build. But much like Robbie's, yeah. uh, it's 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 I'm hitting one of those spots in my build where there's not a lot to videotape. It's basically. I could put a whole hour together, but it's going to be very boring and very intricate and all electronic the and everything else. Editing, yes, edit. That's what it is. Yes. So it's it's one of those things that yeah, I'll have some more stuff. Hopefully, if I get some time off during the holidays next month, I'll have some more stuff coming out about that. So, gentlemen, uh, this pre Last Jedi show, uh, thank you very very much. Uh, this this TSW roundtable is just a little monthly thing we do, but it launched last. We had our uh, our pilot episode with Rob Wade and, and Mark from TSW uh, last December. So this is our this is our we've come a full year. Oh, wow. We've done we've done a whole cycle. Yay. Has so, it been that long? Yeah. Yeah. So uh this is this is really awesome. And again, this is a, this is probably our most jam-packed show we've had, especially with hosts from almost everywhere. And of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention who else we have, the nerd room. Check out Tim and the boys on the Nerd Room and also my, the uh, San Diego Sabres. Check out that podcast. And I think am I missing any is that all they, including us? I have no idea. Yeah, there are so many of us anymore. Yes. <laughs> many of us. I really don't know. I think that's <laughs> Too many of them. I think. Yes. If I'm but, forgetting somebody, I apologize. Yes, I, I, I do too. I, do, I just didn't want to leave anybody out from, the, from this, from this roundtable. So, 
Until next time, when we reconvene after we've all seen uh, The Last Jedi, uh, I'm Rob Cast, and this roundtable is adjourned. Thank you.